Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 553. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by not Mike, Corey Feinstein. Ahoy. And Tony Kirkenock. Yo. Welcome, guys. Once again, Mike's out today. Uh, I don't know what he's got to do. I think it's work or something related. We're getting hit by the work bug, each one of us, in different rotations. It's unbelievable yeah. right now. Oh, man. I, I'm good for now. End of August might be a problem one of those days, but we'll see. Uh, you know, but um, yeah, so the Gamecast, guys, um, getting into what we've been up to. Oh, we didn't even talk about what we watched in the movie cast. No, I I hit nothing but Black Widow. I watched more Demon Slayer. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah, I finished up the drums. So that drum demon's done, finally. Movies uh, available to stream, so. I know, that's what's got me moving on this now. So uh, it's time to get through it to watch the movie. Um, but anyways, gaming-wise, uh, I played more Skyrim, obviously. I didn't play a lot of that because it's just overbearing. Uh, I'm going to move on. From, I'm moving on. So I would like to talk about 120 hertz. I talked to Corey about this at the, at the 120 frames. Uh there's, it's, it's diminishing returns, guys. You missed it on the podcast last week. I, I messaged you guys when I was in, without a power without power for my phone, and I got to try that. So I played Ori, and the uh, you know the new one in the Will of the Wisps, uh, which I played already on the Xbox One X, and I can't. And I'm I'm a is it a video file? I guess is I I love picture. Like I love my picture. I can't see a difference in this at all. And that's in, that, that's 120 hertz as well because my new TV can do that and I can't see it. Um, so it looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And it is butter smooth, like 60 frames per second. It seems like to me, but it doesn't seem like 120. I did it's play more about feel, not look, Jim. I mean, I like the 60, but I told you, like, I, as I was telling, I'm gonna get into this right now. I, I, I also downloaded EA's Star Wars Rogue. The, I mean, whatever it is the Squadron game, the, the Star Wars, yeah, Squadrons. So I, I downloaded that because that does support 120 uh, hertz as well. And um, as I was telling Corey, like, I like that. I actually, the game itself is whatever. It's fine. It looks really nice. Uh, but 120 frames, actually, I feel like it hurts it because it feels like the game's playing in fast forward, and I don't like it. Uh, I'd rather, and plus it doesn't look as good. I would rather play the game with full shading on and 60 frames, which is super smooth. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's super smooth at 60 frames, and it looks fantastic and the frame rate bump that you get i just didn't think it was required i'd rather get the better picture because we always talked about how much a great improvement 30 frames to 60 was like 60 frames kills 30 frames per second once you move to it it's tough to go back but the next jump after that is diminishing returns just like 4k from 1080 it's it's there it's it maybe a little brighter but it's not anything to write home about it it's diminishing returns um so that's my in-depth impression of 120 hertz if you guys are wondering i think you keep going hertz and frames you gotta like it's the same 120 frames <laughs> is 120 hertz you need 120 hertz true tv true 120 hertz tv to do this uh and also the right hdmi cable uh right. i fried or I, you know I, you can fry an hdmi cable i didn't even like short it out i didn't know i didn't have a 2.1 or yeah i had a 2.0 and i went to run this game and it started flickering on my screen so i'm like ah. Oh, I don't know why I was doing that. It's like, shit, is my Xbox a problem? And I realized, I'm like, oh, I wonder if my cable's the issue. And I couldn't even go back to play um, Skyrim, which doesn't support that. It was just flickering like crazy. So I ordered a new cable off of Amazon, a 2.2 or 2.1 version, and it came in and I put it in place and everything is great now. So everything's great. Um, yeah, I think with like when it, goes, when it comes to frames per second, it's more about the feel of the game than the look. You're not looking... But, 
for that. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the 60 frames is such a good feel that you don't need 120. You say that now, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I do say that now. But I do say that now. But I also got um, unlock those frames. I just picked this up. I haven't gotten. I just installed it. So check for next week. I will be talking about the fuck's the RPG that just came out. What's this? The one that came out in Series uh, X and for PS5. At um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on it. Begins with S. Trails of something. It's a psycho psych. They have psychic powers and ash. Oh my god, I'm Scarlet I'm Nexus. Scarlet Nexus. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> I picked that up. I had a twenty-five dollar coupon at GameStop, and I also saw it was on their website for forty-nine fifty bucks. I mean, it's forty-nine ninety-four, and I had credit at GameStop. So I went over to the store, got them the price match their website, and take twenty-five dollars off with my coupon and use my credit GameStop. and just take advantage of it. So. <laughs> I mean, I got the game for twenty five dollars. No, no, uh, Jesus. It's, it's funny so. every time you're like, I hate GameStop, and it's like every time you pick up a game, you're like, I gotta mention every time you, you take advantage of them, like you're taking advantage of them because they're giving you good deals. Oh, yeah. I, well, I got to allowing it. See that game for me, like Scarlet Nexus at twenty five. Because I wasn't gonna buy it at fifty bucks even then. I was gonna wait for it to go down to like maybe forty or thirty because I want to play it. I'm interested in playing it. Uh, but for twenty five bucks, it was a no brainer. So I went and th- went and got it. So I have it installed now. I will be playing it this week. Uh, and I'll give you guys some in-depth, interesting stuff next week for it, I hope. So mm. I see that Mike got stuck on – I wish he was on this, on the Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon, exactly where I am. He That was the – remember I said you guys, like, I was on yeah. that for three – that was a three-week stuck moment. He's got to finish his – if he listens to this, Mike, you've got to finish your business module to get the money. You need the money to get the gear to kill the guy. <laughs> First, okay, that's you what get you, the money. Yeah. Then you get the power. It was three weeks of because even grinding is not going to help him. Yeah, three weeks uh, grinding is not going to help him. He needs the gear, and I had grenades and I had tons of stuff where I just was like, okay. And you have to figure out there's a there's a couple moves that actually work really well against him. So, and it's usually from the girl. There's your tip. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. And he oh he didn't because he hasn't explored jobs. Never mind. He didn't explore jobs. That's. There you go, Mike. It's like when you, you know, I mean, we, we warned him with the pit, your pitfalls in, on the last tail. I talked about it forever. Yeah, that, that problem. Uh, I wasn't even, and I knew exactly he, when he said he was stuck. I knew exactly where it was, like exactly. Um, the worst part is, is you're stuck in that. Oh, never mind. I'm not getting into that. It's fine. We got into it once before. Mike's back on next week. I'll talk he's to him just, about he's, it. It sounds like he's ignoring the core mechanics of the yeah. game. I mean, I've never played it, but he did say he was like he knew about the jobs, but he didn't think it was necessary. Right. It, you can't treat this like, and I think that's the biggest disparity that he's having, which, you know, it's a fun criticism. But in Yakuza Zero, you know, that's the only one I played. Once you find the bread and butter um, combo string or art style, whatever it is, you could just ignore everything else. Like, I only touched one style for both characters, even though they both have three. There's no need for me to explore the other ones at all. RPG, you can't do that. You like, you need that synergy. You need the the ability to explore what works. Uh, yeah. You need a balance. You need a balance. Like you yeah. can stick with the you can stick with one job. I once I changed them, I only changed them once, but I still had the original styles to go back to, so I did have two. But uh, each character has its own strength for what job they should have, and they get moves. Like there's a move in that game that it's like a big knockdown move, and that's what he wants right now. Like that's it. He just he has to have it, and I didn't have it until I went. I, I uh, changed the guy's job 
and the girl also has a water move or something like that. that I can't remember exactly what I used, uh, but there it's that combination that fuck that guy over because he will kick your ass. And it yeah, happened to me the all problem. the time. It's like with the RPGs. It's like the and rock paper scissors thing. If you're just playing rock the whole time, yeah. you're not you're gonna win like one out of thirty times. So and then it's, and then it is smooth sailing. Like I really did not have a problem after that fight for the rest of the game. So I was also super overpowered because I was I I got twenty million yen and I bought. The gear was crazy for me. I could buy whatever I want. Supplies. I was always well stocked on potions, everything. So the the business thing is you have to win that business thing. So um, anyways, so uh, Corey, what have you been playing? That's most board games. Again, gotten back into the you know in-person gaming, which has been great. So really enjoying actually playing board games in real life for once so it's been doing that for the most part when i get a chance yeah all right that's cool that's cool um tony uh let's see i picked up a couple games in the steam sale um god what was the i am really excited i i did pre-order a game actually it's called tribes of midgard i'm really excited oh cool you try you you pre-ordered that one okay i'm excited for it Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I pick up a couple games. Uh, one is called Troubleshooter, and it's a Korean um, indie game uh, that's basically anime XCOM. I think I might have. Oh, I, I heard you talking board. about this. You talked about it on the GameCast last week. Yeah. Because um, I was listening to it, and I'm like, that's interesting to me. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. Um, I'll drop it. And you also talked about the too. bullshit that happens in XCOM. Yep. 98% <laughs> chance shot. And I get that. Yep, that's to a T. Yeah, exactly. Fucks up uh, your whole strategy. Yep, yep. So I got that. That's fun. Still playing that. Um, I picked up um, a visual novel called The House of uh, Fata Morgana or Fata Morgana. Um, and it's about you, the player character, wake up in this mansion and you don't know what's going on. You see this maid who's kind of creepy in a way and you don't remember anything. So she's like, oh, I'll take you through the history of this house through the different time periods and stuff like that. And you slowly unravel, like, the tragedies that have happened in this house. So it's, like, kind of spooky and, like, supernatural and stuff like that. I'm super early in the game, so I don't fully understand anything. But um, it, it's getting rave reviews everywhere and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, well, it's on sale for, I think, 12 bucks or whatever. So I picked it up. And lastly, what I've been playing a lot of is Dead by Daylight, actually. Um, so they're having their fifth anniversary, and they actually just... Yeah, I was going to say, this game just doesn't die talking about that. <laughs> So yeah. it keeps going. Yeah, they um, had their fifth anniversary, and they just released the Resident Evil pack, which includes um, Leon and Jill as playable characters, and then um, Nemesis as the killer. Um, so I've been playing that, and that is a fantastic asynchronous game. I know we talked about it before with like, um, Evolve, you know, that, how that had potential and stuff like that. So this is really scratching that like cooperative survival itch until Back for Blood. Um and just all the crosses. I didn't realize how many crossovers that they they're up to now. Um, they have Freddy, they have Jason, it's ridiculous. they have Kruger, uh, or I said Stranger that, um, Things, Stranger Things, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Ash from Army of Darkness. Um, there's something. Yeah, like we call like a, mo- a couple monsters from other yeah, things. Yeah, monsters. They even have like a K-pop one that they collab with uh, B- the Korean pop band BTS and stuff like that. Like, it's insane, like, how many crossovers they're getting uh, to this point, and um, good for them. The game is, is awesome. Gameplay is really good. 
uh, it's kind of frustrating at times. It gives you like the, those good moments uh, that really gets your adrenaline pumping when you do something good, either as the killer or the survivor and stuff like that. So, yeah, been enjoying that. Cool. Okay, let's get into some news, guys. Um, a couple things have happened this uh, this week that I would say are interesting conversation pieces. Uh, we'll get to those in a minute. Let's just cover Nickelodeon's All Star Brawl first. <laughs> uh anyways nickelodeon announced a game like smash brothers uh i put it on here because again mike i thought maybe he was on here it's gonna have teenage mutant ninja turtles in the game uh it looks like smash brothers style game from nickelodeon characters spongebob yeah. is in it um coming out for xbox and P- uh, playstation so playstation 5 xbox and ps4 and xbox one um so i believe it's so weird that they just are gonna skip switch like it's yeah so weird. like i think it's the yeah, but good it, luck. Yeah, like, I know, cool. but it's like I get that though, because they're like, why would we release it here? Because everybody could just play Smash Brothers, which is clearly the superior game. But why would you release it on PS4 and X? Like to give them a Smash Brothers esque game, because you don't have that on those systems. You have more of a market, I feel like, to sell sure, to. But, uh, I don't know if I, I agree just with I, that. I I mean, listen, it could have been released on that as well. It, there's no reason to skip it, but I'm just saying if you're like it's like, hey, we want to make a Smash Brothers like game and um release it, like what system yeah. should we release it on? Like number one answer would be like, hey, switch, because like sure, you're not gonna get everybody, but if a lot of people love the Smash Brothers formula and yeah, they already have owners, it's easier to convert them. Like do you think the average Xbox owner is really gonna give a fuck? Do you really think that? No. Like, I, I mean, I do think that Xbox users tend to be they, they're all over the place, so there is a the category. I'm for not saying it. that's I gonna mean, sell. It's gonna sell, and you don't I mean, get Smash yeah. Brothers, so yeah. But um, but, no, it's not. But no I do Smash get Tony's point. Like, why not also release it on the Switch? Like, why not also release it on the Switch? Well, like, yeah, that's what's you, weird. You have like, an audience. It makes sense to put it on everything. So. Like, why wouldn't you just put it on everything since yeah. it's already? Yeah, it doesn't look that graphically demanding either. So I don't. No, no, it's not. It could run on there, no problem. So, let's see. Deathloop, which is now owned by Microsoft, will be in a PS5 exclusive until September 2022. Uh, hey, they're honor- honoring the agreement. Um, so Deathloop will still be uh, only on PS5 with Microsoft's logo on it uh, for the till September 2022. Yeah. Because this is the world we live It's a fun in. game. I do, I it do does. think it looks it pretty cool. Yeah, it does look fun. And um, that's a good, good, good exclusive because I feel like that's going to sell pretty well because it looks really good. So, um, And that's a whole year of exclusivity. The best part for Microsoft is they're still going to make money on it. So what do they care? Um, you know, so... Um, Persona 5, 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary, um, a couple announcements, they have like seven announcements they're teasing for this. Uh, yeah. They said seven projects. One of them is Persona 6, maybe? One of them probably is, because... It could be, I would would hope so. Yeah, I would, would, that's what I'd hope, but yeah, yeah, keep in mind it's projects, not, not, uh, games. Not to mention, the last one isn't being revealed until next September. Yeah, not September. That's next Persona. 2022. That's Persona 6. That's probably yeah. going to be Persona 6. Because at that point, Persona 5 will have been out for five years. So that lines up. And it know, gives them a whole more year of development so to, to reveal something. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to see. Um, first announcement will be in September. So look for that. It's A lot of times this is like just merchandise. Well, but, it could uh, be anything. Projects could be like concerts. Uh, yeah. Anime. That's what I mean. 
So uh, collabs, crossovers, and I'm sure some of them will be in anime, some of them will be toys. concerts. But there, I yeah. don't think you hype this without having some game announcement no. here early. No, so. especially at the end. Not like, that I'm th- I say there will like be lead up two. to this at the end, and then boom. At least two games, which would be the last one would be Persona 6, but then before that we will get something announced this year. From yeah, the, I from think we do summer. get at least yeah. two, a couple of games out of this they, for sure. Yeah. What, so about, they, what about Persona 3 Remake? So that's interesting because I think um, on, somewhere on the website they have like all the things in chronological order. And the first one up just has a question mark, but it has the um, Persona 4 yellow background on it. So people are speculating, oh, maybe they're going to pour... Uh, Persona 4 Golden to modern systems uh, because if you know they released it on Steam within what last year I think or something like that mm-hmm. and has sold like I think over a million copies and stuff like that and basically showed Atlas slash Sega like hey look you can make money by releasing games yeah. on other platforms like wow it's so weird like who would have ever thought people besides PlayStation owners would pay money for critically acclaimed RPGs that's just Why'd you broke so Steam. weird so bookmark weird. Steam there yeah. Yeah. Book, bookmark Steam um, but yes. Yeah, so hopefully that'll get a port to other systems and stuff like that. There's, at this point, there's no reason not to. No, like absolutely. Like I, I thought Persona 3 because it's a little bit older and it's very yeah. – it could use a nice update, and I would play it because I never played Persona 3. So, And I think, yeah. Corey, that, you guys both were raving about how good that one – that was the best one, right? 3 is still my favorite, it's, yeah. It's so good. I mean there is like it, – it, it's what – started the whole series of what persona is now with what we have not now. Yeah. Modern, yeah modern persona yeah because yeah, um, you don't even say that anymore you don't even call it a no yeah. no it's, I mean, they have their own yeah. they split off on their own which but is, yeah it's it's much darker like you're basically shooting yourself to <laughs> to get the fake where, gun to inflict yourself yeah i, I saw it I, I think i actually had it on the vita but I never really played it. But but it, it is crazy. very brutal as far as the dungeon parts. It is the hardest Persona game by far. Like and like, yeah, because yeah. we talk about it, it's like yeah it's what like, it was the first one of that style and they just kept improving on the system. Yeah. So it's like this is like the core one where your your party members just do whatever the fuck they want. It's like yeah. You can't really do much about great. it. Yeah. Um. So so yeah I I, I hope. So we won't have to wait long for the first announcement. That's happening in September. Um, so we'll find out. It's either Persona 4 Golden Port on other systems or something new. Persona I was 4 project, tempted which... to buy it on the summer sale or whatever. Because yeah. like, there's other you know, yeah. ways to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, just hold off for these announcements. I think you're yeah. going to get one very soon. Yeah, because so. like, I can't see them going back and just doing a new Persona 4 project like after all these years. And especially when Persona 5 like even was more popular than Persona 4. So that's my. I love, I love Persona Five, and I, I'm Persona Four was I played. I think I played that one, but oh. uh, I, Persona Five was, huh? <laughs> I was, oh, I guess if you did have your Vita for a little while. Yeah, uh, I know I had it on the Vita, um, so. I still have the cart. But uh, so I was always like, you know what? One day I'll get a PS Vita TV. Like, Never I just did. really love Persona Five. Um, I still look at getting Roy. Uh, is it Roy, Royale? Persona 5 Royal, yeah. 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 Royal. Royal. It's been on some some uh it's been on sale a bunch. So yeah, I know. I've been kind of looking at it, but I'm gonna get through the I, that's a replay, so it's tough for me to justify getting yeah. it. So hopefully it shows up on like Game Pass at some point. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. But Never know. That's why I wonder like, Corey, Corey, gotta... will one of these be the Switch version of Persona 5? <laughs> uh no, but I'm the one who always said it's not coming, so I I gotta stick to that. 
I That's don't know crazy. anymore. It might happen. Dude, so many. But how well the Switch dude, is selling? The teases they had. It was just like such blue balls, man. Such blue balls. <laughs> I, I wanted it. Yeah, we, we all do. I would replay it. That's I, mean, I would I love would to see it. them just do a There's whole no collection. Put what, three, cool. four, and five out on Switch. Do you yeah, think I that know. you? <laughs> I mean, I would love that too as a consumer. I would absolutely love that. Um, but there's no, they would absolutely charge sixty dollars or fifty dollars for every every release. Oh. You know, yep. Yeah, like for sure. Because yeah, there's no way they're gonna. It's gonna be individual cards, individual games. Not like they're gonna put them in a collection or anything. But yeah, they'll re-release them and they'll be sixty bucks for sure, especially on Switch because yeah. people will pay it. But I mean, I really hope so because like that's the thing is like, and I think I even said this when Persona Four or Persona Five Royale was was out or was coming out. I was like. It's way too soon for me to to go for Persona Five, which I invested like eighty something hours into, and yeah. start completely over like two years after the fact. I'm like, no, that was, especially that was my being problem. tied to the home system. It's like if yeah. you're gonna make me start off completely from scratch, then really something fucking portable so I can just play a few minutes here yeah. and there. Uh, and uh, on a that different is, system, like yeah, one that you didn't exactly. already play. This game. Exactly, that is exactly and why my hope still is that it would come out on Switch because mm-hmm. the game is perfect. It can be run on the Switch. Don't tell me it can't be. It can be, and um. It's just a better platform to replay that kind of a game. 80 mm-hmm. hours, you know, with a handheld mode is the way to go. So, okay. Let's talk about the craziness that is judgment. Um, I don't understand. So this, this is a rumor. This is a rumor. So it's not confirmed. Okay. But, but this is unconfirmed. Uh, gaming leaks and rumors. Let's see. Judgment series may not have any sequels because the actor is, that's the main character, is claiming that he won't allow pc sales because that's a streamable character for that like what is that streamable on the pc is that it did i get it right yeah i guess i don't know man it's It's, weird it doesn't make sense either he doesn't want to be able to be on pc because then it's streamable and it's exposure to the character that doesn't need to be there that's essentially what i gathered from reading the article and i'm like that's when i respond i'm like he doesn't he's aware of Twitch, right? Like that, it does exist on consoles, right? I mean, that is something he knows of, right? I hope. Uh, maybe so. not. Maybe not. But I don't know. I saw this all over the place, though. After you put, I, I saw this a lot of places uh, to the point where there's smoke. You know, what I mean, there's probably some fire here where this probably was said, but not to me. Maybe maybe taken out of context or also maybe misinterpreted. Um, mm-hmm. But I just can't see them ignoring Steam for. You know, PC sales are huge now, and the Judgment series needs to be on that as well. So, uh, especially if that's going to be their proper, well, not their proper, their their action-oriented gaming now. Uh, yeah. I think you get the you get the mic audience that really wants that, not the RPG side, and you, you, they're you, they're everywhere. You want you want them on PC. You want it everywhere. Why would you not want to make money? Well, I don't understand why you would not want to make money. So. <laughs> Just, I mean, I you never get, get to... sometimes money is not the most important thing, Jim. Yeah, I guess, but <laughs> but yeah, it okay. just seems odd. Like he has to it know, does. like you sign a contract for something, like it's your likeness you're you're giving away. And you... It seems like he's trying to protect his likeness, and I'm like, y- y- isn't that control of the company, not him? Well, I mean, it depends on the contract. So yeah. I don't know, but um. This last bit of news is interesting. I tried to read up on this as much as I could. Sony, this was on Twitter, right? This tweet, uh, Tony, you posted about like Sony, uh, maybe some examples of possible racism now in, involved in their company. And I don't know if that's the case necessarily, but uh, there has been a lot of conversations in this thread here uh, where 
outright harassment, at least, towards developers has been going on. We knew about this weeks ago. We talked about this on the podcast uh, where they have very strict indie issues uh, with people, and it seems to be stemming from that same idea. Uh, I, the more I hear about it, the more I – Sony's just not going in the right direction for a studio, right, for, for their – yeah, and I mean, you know, I remember because I was talking to Mike on, about it on Discord, um, but years ago when they announced that the new um, SIE president was going to be, um, I forget his name, but basically a non-Japanese person, and they're moving the world headquarters to um, was it either Europe? America or UK. Yeah, I it was America UK. Or Europe. Yeah, one of the two is like, okay, that's weird. Um, you know, and this was on the back of the success of the PlayStation 4. This which, is a Jim you know, Ryan guy? Yeah, 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 Jim Ryan. Um, so it's like, oh, that's weird. Uh, and then slowly we, we saw, you know, less and less Japanese intellectual properties. You know, um, yeah. Gravity yeah. Wash was canceled. Um, what was it? The Last Guardian hardly got any support, um, yeah. any marketing and stuff like that. And then earlier this year, they, they even closed uh, Sony uh, Japan Studios, whatever the the studio is called. And just like, right. like every piece was just adding to this this puzzle. Now that we have the full picture, that so you know, it seems like they don't care about their heritage or their roots and just want to trade. Which is, in my opinion, weird. Just that triple A, you know, yeah. Western oriented. Well, like, like look, I I get them maybe closing some stuff down because you, you, the Western gaming kind of style has made them a ton of money and yeah. made them big but it, it it doesn't like as far as everything i'm aware of japanese-based companies they're very traditional very yeah. traditional and especially after the um the book uh with um the sega first nintendo um with you know that uh, what was it? yeah console wars you even hear about it then and how traditional they were supposed to present information to people and it's still going on today i mean there's a respect a mutual respect there's a you know i mean that whole thing like it it doesn't this doesn't make sense that this would be the attitude that sony's been taking but like you said it is another person in charge now and it's he's more of a western run kind of individual it's just it i'm very confused another confusing very confusing thing to me is this it, this whole thread didn't make sense to me this was done who posted this by the way i posted this well, no, but I mean, who, who's the originator? Like, what was the... Oh, for today, it was this um, freelance uh, writer. He writes for a couple of websites, I guess. But he also does uh, Japanese to English translation work. Mm. Uh, and presumably, I think he's worked with some uh, indie uh, companies on visual novels and stuff like that, because that's what spurred it, because of a few weeks back, when that other indie dude kind of like was just like, fuck, I don't even care if I'm burning bridges at this point, but... Fuck yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. So this guy is just blowing off of that. He's like, yeah, because the game Doki Doki Literature Plus Literature came out. Club. Yep. Literature Club Plus came out. Um, and again, this is a really apparently well-received game. Um, it's, a, it's by an indie company. It's Western developed, but it's it's Japanese like demographic, I guess, or style, whatever you want to call it. And for some reason, the PlayStation version of the game is censored in a way because the game the game has some like violent imagery and stuff like that. Um, but for some reason, the Sony versions are just censored, uh, which is really weird because historically, you know, they never cared about censorship and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nintendo has done like a complete 180. It, uh, I mean, I remember on Fire Emblem uh, 3D Awakening on 3DS, 
uh, with the um, beach DLC, they had to cover up all the girls' uh, assets mm-hmm. with like, curtains and stuff like that because they didn't want to show too much booty or whatever like that. And now it's like, you know, they come out with all this stuff on the Switch and they're like, yeah, whatever, go go nuts. You're going to, you know, you're going to jerk off to this anyway. So <laughs> they're eShop. Well their eShop is still flooded with stuff. Flooded, yeah. yeah, flooded with stuff like that. Like, whatever, might as well make some money off of it. Yeah. Uh, and this guy was basically saying that just Sony uh, just treats these companies now like shit. And he claimed they're racist. That was not the point. Like, the whole thing that Mike picked out was, like, the racism thing. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure. I'm not even saying I agree with the racist part of it. But, like, it definitely seems to line up with everything else I'm hearing that they just do not care for the non-AAA huge developer or publisher relationships anymore. Like, they just don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know was evident to me that we're heading in that direction. You know, it Just, sounds to me like Sony's basically taken over Nintendo's old-fashioned Nintendo style of uh, of the Nintendo quality seal. Remember yeah. back on the NES, oh. you, it's our way or the highway, and that's the end of it. You know, that's it. I don't care. You can say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't. That doesn't work in this environment anymore. I don't think. I mean, there's just a lot of because you have access to other systems. I just don't see how this can continue. I just don't see it. But I don't know. I'm shocked. He talks about like Sony's being bullies. Um, they are being uh, basically aimed at only Japanese companies, is what he's saying specifically. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if that's 100% true. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's saying that. But we have heard issues before about just indie de- developers too. So I don't know what this guy's saying is accurate with that, but I do know that there's a problem. Uh, so either way. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just really weird. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. Um, Sony's charging people to um, put crossplay into their games. We know that now, uh, and requiring people to, you know, the certifications that need to happen. And uh, it, it, there's payments like crazy from developers. We know that just doesn't make sense for an indie developer to, to develop on the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. They have to change. They have to change. I mean, eventually it's gonna it's gonna happen. Is the Switch and the Xbox are gonna get these indie games? And uh, remember what happened with indie? Like it blew up and people loved it. It's gonna come back around again. I mean, not to say it's out now. It's fine. It's great now. But uh, it's it's gonna boom again. And it's gonna be a matter of where is Sony going to be when that booms? Right. And the thing is, like, when you look at like, okay, obviously you have the the AAA Western demographic. They're Uncharted or Last of Us, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, sure. That's the, your 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 bread and butter. Sure, fine. But like to treat these indie companies like shit. These yeah. indie companies, some of these indie companies, one day will be very big. I mean, you look at CD Projekt Red; they started That's, as indie. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh, and then even in the past year, you look at titles like the biggest title of last year was Among Us. That was a five dollar free to play yeah. mobile game made by effectively like three to five people depending on you know if you consider their contracted ours and it it was number one on number one and number five through steam for the whole year of the pandemic people were going nuts over that had some of the highest engagement um and you're just going to treat these companies like shit like yeah you know talent is talent too like that like doesn't matter where it's coming from If, if people have talent and they show that they are capable of being creative and innovative in a space that is flooded with stuff that's hard to stand out like how, how can you not reward that with you know just being polite <laughs> and yeah like, yeah so like yeah right. that right. could be it, the next you know and i've said it before right it, it's 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 arrogant sony and in a way it kind of feels like nintendo of the 80s when uh that's what, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like like you know when he was like when um 
when Square defected to Sony, you know, he all he did was talk shit on Square and oh, it's nobody wants to play old, RPGs. It's for losers yes. who just were in their parents' basements in the dark or something like that. That was the quote. It's the old fashioned style. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It doesn't fit now. It just doesn't. And it's so against what they'd started with, like with PS4. Mm-hmm. It's all about sure. like the opposite of this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There was no games for that system for the longest time except Indies, remember? There was like Call of Duty, and there was just a bunch of indie games. Only Rocket League. Rocket League was the biggest game on the yeah. freaking system uh, forever. What, uh, what was uh, and the... even Fall, Fall Guys last year? That was pretty yeah, big. It wasn't as big yeah. as Among Us, yeah. but it was pretty big. That was pretty big, yeah. So I don't know. We'll and see what happens. How soon be? You know, look at that. It's the this number one game worldwide by some metrics. You know, at some point, yeah, indie becomes big. The, the certain ones get big, and you're gonna miss out on that big game if you keep treating people this way. Yeah. So. And then it's going to be a wiseness on your system, and people are going to be angry at the developer for not making it for PS5. But it's not their fault. So, but I'm happy this comes out. But uh, we'll see how they change. Um, And that's pretty much it for the news this week. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us allyoucangeek at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Uh, Also, like, hit that like button, leave a comment if you want. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. We'll see you guys next week. We're out.